Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Today's episode is sponsored by The Week Junior, a magazine my kids love. The Week Junior features many different sections and many learning opportunities for kids. So let's ask Jackson and Kalin, what are some things you've learned from The Week Junior? I learned that you can see penguin poop from space. You learned what? No, maybe you got confused about something here. No, 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 no. Dad, seriously, scientists found a new colony of emperor penguins because they saw their poop in some satellite photos. Well, that's gross, but okay, that's a pretty cool fact. I do like that one. What about you, Colin? What is something that you remember reading recently in the week junior? I read that elephants are like the gardeners of the rainforest in Africa. The gardeners of the rainforest, huh? Yeah, they eat bunches of seeds and then poop them out all around the rainforest, which spreads out the trees and helps to get them growing. Okay, another poop fact. I'm not surprised. How about something not poop-related, maybe? Okay, um, oh, I read a thing where scientists did a study on happiness, and it said something like good relationships, strong relationships where you're connected make you, like, really happy. And I also, and also the world's oldest dog lives in Ohio, Ohio, and he's 23 years old. But I bet you can't see his poop from space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would hope not. Thanks for sharing, you two. You are never short of interesting facts and news and current events with The Week Junior. Click on the link in the show notes or visit theweekjunior.com slash kidsstories to try six risk-free issues of The Week Junior. Now on to some shout-outs. Iris and Jonah, enjoy the stories. Thanks for that great drawing, Iris. I think if you two were characters in the stories, you'd be the artist wizards, where you paint and draw things that you can bring to life and make real. Thanks for listening, Iris and Jonah. Sophia and Jasper are big fans. Thanks for that drawing, Sophia. I think if you two were characters in the stories, you'd be the Rockfields defenders who fight to protect the Rockfields whenever bandits come to steal all the artifacts. Thanks for listening, Sophia and Jasper. Today's episode is titled Evil Robots Attack, Part 4. Jackson got the hang of driving pretty quickly, and they made good time to Pittsburgh. As they figured might happen, they saw more and more robots patrolling all around the city as they tried to navigate the truck between robot patrols. Listen, I think we're going to need to park the truck just outside the city and try and sneak in on foot, said Jackson. Agreed, said Reed, looking at the map. I think I see a way we can get close to the robotics lab while avoiding most of the robots. Jackson parked the truck, and Reed pointed at locations on the map while his brothers looked over his shoulders. We're about right here, said Reed, and we need to get here. The streets are filled with bots, no doubt, so we take the river. What do you mean, take the river? asked Jackson. We don't have a boat. Yeah, but we've got a couple sharks, said Reed. Me and Harvey can become sharks, and you can, I don't know, ride one of us like a horse or something? Either way, we make our way up the Monongahela River to the Hot Metal Bridge. We get out there and sneak the rest of the way up to the lab. Jackson and Harvey examined the map and considered this plan. It would be a short swim up the river, 
and they'd climb out at the bridge closest to the lab. If they tried to go on foot the whole way, they would encounter robots marching on every block. It would take forever to sneak in on the streets. Let's do it, said Harvey. Jackson nodded in agreement, and they quickly packed their bags and headed to the edge of the Monongahela River. Harvey and Reed transformed into sharks and rolled into the water. Jackson carried the bags and climbed on Harvey's back. He held on to his primary dorsal fin. No funny business, Sharvey, said Jackson. Normally, Sharvey would definitely engage in a little funny business, bucking up and down in the water to shake Jackson off so he splashed into the river. But this was serious business and they didn't need to draw any extra attention to themselves. They swam silently along the river. At times, they saw robots marching on patrols on bridges they passed under. Just as they figured, the bots never checked the river, and they made it to the hot metal bridge without being seen. There, they climbed out of the river. Reed and Harvey transformed back into kids, and they ducked into an abandoned building. Okay, it looks like the bots are all just out in the streets, said Jackson. We make our way to the lab, and if we see any bots, we just duck into the nearest building. There were many buildings fairly close together on this college campus. It was not difficult for the brothers to avoid being seen by the robots. Whenever they heard one stomping their way, they slipped into a nearby building and waited until the bots passed. Soon, they were inside the robotics lab. As they crept deeper into the building, there were too many bots to avoid. They were everywhere here, constantly in the halls and marching around. The brothers ducked into an office and reviewed their options. There's too many, said Harvey. We can't go any further into this building without one of them seeing us. Yeah, this must be where they're all coming from, said Jackson. They probably make them here. That's why this place is full of them. I think the only option is for me to transform into a robot, said Reed. I can at least get further into the building and see what's going on without them noticing me. All right, but be quick. We don't want to use up all of our powers, said Jackson. Reed activated his powers and transformed into a perfect replica of a battle bot. He marched out of the room and down the hall. Robots who passed him didn't give him a second look. Reed was only gone for a few minutes and then returned to the room, quickly transforming back to himself. There are bots everywhere out there, he told Jackson and Harvey. There's this one big room like a factory where robots are making other robots. And there's this one huge robot. He's got like six arms and wires and cords sticking out from his robot body. He's surrounded by computer screens and tapping things. I think he's controlling the entire facility and making all the bots. Okay, so do we just go in there and fight them all? Asked Harvey. No way. There's too many, said Reed. I'm talking thousands. And the assembly line is cranking out more robots as we speak. Okay, said Jackson as he thought through some potential options. So it's one big room, right? And and all the worker bots and, and the bot making machines and the big bad bot are all in this one room? Reed nodded. Okay then, what if we just destroy the room itself? Suggested Jackson. There's got to be big like support beams for a room that size. If we can destroy the support beams and get out then the whole thing will come crashing down. Yeah, right, said Reed. 
remembering what the room looked like. Yeah, yeah, there were big, thick steel beams holding up the roof. If we can destroy those... I'll activate my time slow powers. You two rush in as shark and monster, destroy the beams, and we all rush out before the place comes crashing down, said Jackson, summing up the plan nicely. The brothers agreed that this was their best option. Remember, we've got to be quick, reminded Jackson. Reed and Harvey transformed into their monster shark duo. The three brothers burst out of the office and down the hall to the main lab. As the BattleBots recognized them, Jackson slowed time. Everything else around them dragged along so slowly and they continued their charge into the lab. They burst through the doors and went straight for the huge support beams. Sharvey chomped the beams and they bent and snapped. Monster Reed clawed and punched the beams until they cracked apart. They raced all over the room as the robots around them slowly realized their presence and began blasting at them with their laser arms. Jackson struggled to maintain his time-slowing powers and beads of sweat dripped down his face. Reed and Harvey rushed back out the door and Jackson followed. They transformed back into humans and Jackson's time powers faded quickly. The floor rumbled beneath them as they raced to reach outside before the entire building crumbled to the ground. As usual, their muscles ached after using their powers, but they pushed forward as fast as they could while the entire building crumbled. The ceiling high above the robot laboratory caved in, crushing the robots and machinery below. The destruction had a domino effect as more walls and ceilings gave way, leading the entire building to crumble to rubble in just a minute. Jackson, Reed, and Harvey stumbled out the door and onto the grass as the destruction sent dust and debris scattering in all directions. As the building finished falling down, the brothers noticed that the robots outside on patrol were still and unmoving. Their robot heads were drooping forward, and the red lights of their antenna were dark. All the other bots have gone stiff, said Harvey. Maybe destroying the lab deactivated them. Well, that's convenient, said Jackson. And we didn't even have to fight that big bot you saw, Reed. Let's get back home. But before they could walk away, the rubble of the building began to shift and move. Oh no, Jackson, said Reed. You jinxed us. And it was true. Jackson had spoken too soon. The big, evil robot behind it all stood from the rubble, covered in dust. It stretched up tall on the pile of debris. It towered over the boys, its body covered in black armored panels. Six robot arms stuck out from its torso, and cords and wires whipped out from its back. Its two red robot eyes glowed brightly. Oh, man, said Jackson. Time for a shark attack, yelled Harvey. He transformed into a shark, and Reed became the monster. Quickly, Reed grabbed Sharvey's tail and launched him at the huge robot. Sharvey sailed through the air at top speed, chomping and chomping. The king bot, with exceptional speed, dodged out of the way and slammed multiple robot fists into Sharvey as he passed, sending him rolling down to the ground into the rubble of the fallen building. Reed leaped up into the air, well above the bot, 
prepared to smash his monster claws down into the robot as he fell back to Earth. But again, the bot was too quick. He slammed Reed with all six robot arms and the monster tumbled back down near Jackson. All over the ground were robot parts, and Jackson easily found a couple robot arm cannons. He held one in each hand and blasted at the King Bot. The Bot remained standing on the pile of rubble as his alarm sounded and the awful robot voice blared from his speaker. Threat detected. Threat detected. Jackson's laser blasts bounced off the Bot's hard armor plating, barely damaging it. The boys only had seconds remaining before their powers were completely exhausted and they would be too tired to run away, much less fight. Reed, become a snake. Trust me, Jackson said. Reed activated his shape-shifting powers and became a long snake with fangs. Jackson grabbed Reed's tail and swung him over his head like a lasso. He let go at just the right time and Reed went flying through the air until he splatted right onto the big bot's armored body. The bot clawed at his own body to grab the snake, but Reed slithered between his armor plating. Inside the robot was a tangle of wires and sensitive electronic parts. Reed bit down into a cluster of wires and jerked his snake head back, ripping the wires apart. Again and again, Reed shredded the robot's insides, and the king bot twitched and jerked, trying to reach inside himself to grab Reed. While the bot was distracted and losing control, Harvey jump-swam through the air and chomped the robot's head in his powerful shark jaws. The bot crumpled to the ground. The red lights in its robot eyes flickered and faded and went black. Reed slithered out from the pile of broken robot and turned back into himself. Harvey did the same, and Jackson hobbled over to check on them. The brothers were fine, save for a few scrapes and bruises. They sat in the pile of building and robot debris so tired they could take a nap right there. And that's what they did. Jackson, Reed, and Harvey slept atop the remains of this defeated robot king. The End Thanks for listening, friends. And thanks to the real Jackson, Reed, and Harvey for their great ideas that helped bring this story to life. The website is kidstoriespodcast.com. Send all your drawings and such to kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com and find new downloadable coloring pages on the Kid Stories Podcast YouTube channel in the community tab. Adios!